Welcome to The Broad Pod, just a couple of broads interviewing inspiring women. I'm Becca. And I'm Jackie. Let's get inspired together. Don't forget to stay tuned at the end of the episode for a special surprise for our guest. And thank you to WKWC for allowing us to use their podcast studio. Thought about you the other day. I was at Target. And you know, yes, it is sweet. I think about you a lot, though. (laughs) So... Um, I was at Target and you know how graphic t-shirts, well, they're always like a big thing, Yeah. but like vintage tees. And I'm like, I'm totally into it because I work from home. So I, I look like, I don't know, scum every day. I don't much. think that's true, but, but that's fine. Anyway, <laughs> so I saw a tee that w- had Wyoming. It says Wyoming on it with like a landscape. And I, at the I Owensboro got it. Target? Yes, at the Owensboro Target. Oh, I got it and thought about you. And I was like, ah, I feel like an idiot because I've never been to Wyoming. And I'm like, oh, I'll just but say now that you Becca know somebody who has me. been. Yeah. <laughs> I'm teasing. Well, it's but. funny. So like one of my best friends just um, got married in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to be honest. When she first said that she was doing a, a destination wedding in Jackson Hole, I was like, are you serious? <laughs> like, could you have not picked somewhere tropical with like a swim up bar? Yeah. But I will say like we flew into Montana because it's sort of hard to get there. And then we had to drive the three hours down. Oh, wow. um, it was beautiful. I've never, oh, I bet. I've never seen anything like it. Um, oh, but. see, I would prefer that over the the beach. Yeah, no, I think not me. I mean, I, I was still like, <laughs> it was beautiful, and it's probably somewhere I never would have gone otherwise. Yeah, but I will also say, driving through like Montana and Idaho, yeah, you realize like within the United States, there are like completely different worlds. Yes, like those people. We could, we just kept going like, where do they get their groceries? Like, <laughs> is there not a Walmart here? I mean, really? Cause they like probably don't see anybody else for days. And yes. I was like, this is not the life I was meant to live, but I support these people for doing it. So, Love it. so yeah, that was my destination wedding. This yeah. Weekend. We had a really good time. Cool. All right. Well, I'm going to tell everybody moose. when they say, have you been to Wyoming? I'll be like, well, my friend Becky gave me the shirt. Yeah. Tar- thank you, Target. Target. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank that's you fine. Tar- you can blame me and purchase on me. That's fine. All right. Anyway, well, we are so excited to have. Miss Jennifer Keller here with us. So we went to high school together. I guess, how, what what year did you graduate? O two. O two. Okay. So oh, I always so looked up to you and thought you were just like so cool. <laughs> oh, I mean, you're so sweet. You're not much older than me, but but I always thought, man, she's a cool chick in all the best ways. You know, I just thought I thought a lot about you, and um, so we're just really happy to have you here and get to know you a little bit better because I don't know you on like a really you know personal level so i'm really excited to yeah, be here. You at all. i know so, i'm so I'm excited, excited to be here thank yeah. you all for having me so tell us about yourself like the the standard interview question i feel yeah, like sure. so just tell us some some things about you okay well i'm a wife i'm a mother i'm an entrepreneur i'm from owensboro kentucky went to school here never really left uh pursued my degree locally um and I've always worked here. So now we're, we're, my husband and I are chasing our kids around and running our businesses and, um, you know, just trying to have a little fun, you know, after this is date night and, yes. you know, just living our best lives that Where's way. Where's date night? Well, you know, it's really fun because we just literally here. make sure we have a sitter and then we go <laughs> somewhere. Go. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so we that. really don't know. Well, don't, yeah. try, don't try to go to Colby's because oh. I try to get reservations there tonight. And apparently Thursday night is a big night at oh. Colby's. Well, good to know. But maybe maybe it was for four people. Maybe two people could get in. But <laughs> just, just a recommendation. Thank you. We're <laughs> excited because her date night is actually happening here. 
Oh yeah, yeah. 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 We it's have Aaron here with us. <laughs> yes. And so we're having. I think he's the first man who's been in the studio yes, while we've been recording. So, so you can chime in at any time that you feel comfortable. Or no pressure though. No. He does not look comfortable with it. We weren't supposed to point out that you're here. I'm sorry. No. Okay. So we always ask these fun little icebreaker questions. No pressure to have one one answer because we didn't. We had like two or three answers to each, but. So let's start it out. What has been one of the most influential films to you and why? You know, when I think about that, I'm like the world's worst at like remembering. I could be in the middle of a book and I'm like, I love the book that I'm reading and not remember remember the title. (laughs) You know, so (laughs) with movies and actors and actresses, I'm, I'm like the worst. But the movie that comes to mind is Rudy. Yes. yes, excellent movie. So we would always watch that in high school before, like our big cross country meets. Like if we were going to regional, if we were going to state, and then with our insurance business, before we hit like our peak time or our most busiest time, we would have the team over and we play Rudy. Oh, but I just think of like that movie and think anything's possible. Mm-hmm. Like work hard, you can get anywhere that you want to, and yes. you know just all the feels. Yeah, yeah that's great. I love it. I think Sarah Ford. I think she was one one of our guests that also that's she one said of her Rudy? most yeah. films well, there too. You so, go. That's yeah, why we're, we're such good friends. women, of course, are going to pick Rudy. <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, elf. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is so a good elf. movie. So Garrett says Elf. elf. Well, I do like it. It is a happy oh, no. movie. I, I do. It. I do. <laughs> All right. I so if you could be the member of any fictional family, which one would you choose and why? So that one makes me think of like right now where we watch Fuller House every night with the kids. Like that's our family shows, what the kids call it. And I think back to when I was little and I always like wanted to be a part of their family because, Mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't perfect. You know, their family wasn't perfect, but they always came together. They always made it work. They were always loving. And, Mm -hmm. you know, just I think that... um, I, w- I think I would fit well in that family. Yes. I love that. That's great. I don't want to be related to Uncle Jesse because I love Uncle Jesse, <laughs> but I support it. Like, cut it out. <laughs> that, was that? that was Uncle Joey, right? yeah. Who dated Alanis Morissette. Oh, oh who I love yeah, dearly. But anyway, did not know well, that. Yeah, I know random Joey. things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an Alanis fan for sure. Okay. okay. Anyway, okay. If you could only listen to one song on repeat for the rest of your life, what would it be? So if, if any of my friends, uh, you know, hear anyone ask that, that question to me, they're going to say, yeah, by Usher. Yes. That's like, <laughs> like literally like, let's go song for me. Uh, but I think, uh, I really, really enjoy the song, uh, you say by Lauren Daigle. Oh, that's a good one. Like I just get in my feels like emotions come. I feel really connected to my faith and yes. I don't know. It just really grounds me. And mm. I think it could just like set any great mood or vibe. Yes. I, lo- I love both of those. I love that I love you- they're on the complete like opposite. Like that is so me. rounded. I yeah. Love so that. if I make a seat back in the day when I would like make a CD, the, oh the songs would be Burnt like CD. Oh, yes, yeah. girl. <laughs> now I guess a playlist would be what I needed to say. <laughs> yes. I found I so I graduated high school in '98, so I'm a little bit older than both of you. But I found like this book of like burnt CDs from oh. college, and we would like title them like really funny things. I was like, "You were so awesome when you were young." <laughs> 
<laughs> had like garbage yes. music on it, but I loved I it. I think it says a lot about you to see if you could see the ne- like the titles on your burn CDs. Like, yes, I think it would describe me. Perfectly. <laughs> That's a good idea. My favorite one was "What Does It Take to Be 21." Oh. I don't know if you guys remember. There was a Nelly song. Mm. What does it take to be number one? Yes. But apparently, for my 21st birthday, oh. I made a really good mix. I like anyway, that. That's fun. a long it. time ago. <laughs> Okay, so tell us a little bit about what it is that you do professionally. Okay, yeah, so I've been in the insurance space for 15 years. Um, My husband and I run our own business. We represent Aflac. So, you know, most of America's heard of Aflac. We have Mm -hmm. like 96% brain recognition and have been an established company since 1955. So, you know, I, I got into that business when I was in college. And, you know, I really, you know, growing up, I always wanted to do something where I could help people. Mm -hmm. but I could also make a good living. And so naturally I just thought healthcare, you know, like I need to be a doctor and uh, insurance really found me. And I found something where I could take, you know, all the years of being an athlete and wanted to compete Mm -hmm. and put that into good, you know, and really help people. And AFLAC is, is really different than insurance as most people know it. Our plans really address the financial impact that an accident or illness could have on someone in their family. Mm -hmm. So our plans pay directly to the policyholder, giving them the freedom and the, the flexibility to spend the money however they need to. And you think of, um, you know, out-of-pocket expenses, you think of cash flow, and, you know, we, we all really see the importance of health insurance. Right. Mm-hmm. But what we don't always think of is, well, what if I'm unable to work because of a right. med- medical event? Like, how am I going to pay for the things that I'm responsible for? Right. And that's really where Affleck comes in as an income replacement, that peace of mind, that safety net. Mm-hmm. And so um, me and my team, we work, directly with the business communities across the regional footprint that we operate in. We don't have territory. So sometimes we go out of Western Kentucky into Tennessee, Indiana. I have a guy that's uh, about to um, work a deal in Florida. So we Uh have that flexibility, um, but we're just really passionate about helping businesses Mm -hmm. connect their employees to really solutions that help protect them. And all the while that's growing morale and retention and attraction for, for companies. That's awesome. So what is most difficult about what you do? Oh, gosh. Uh, Well, I would say like getting the audience. So, you know, business owners, I mean, they're called on all day, you know, from anything from like their janitorial supplies to um, ink pens and promotional things. Right. And so when we walk in the door, they think insurance, they think big price tag. They think we already have insurance or I don't have time or, you know, Mm -hmm. those kind of things, which we understand. So if we don't know them, we don't have some sort of like center of influence or introduction. It's really hard sometimes to just get people to listen. Yeah. Yeah. And I wish I could just like carry around a sign and say it, but it doesn't cost you anything, <laughs> you know, cause Affleck is, you know, it, it can be free to a company. Like some of our employers decide to sponsor it and pay, but you know, 90% of them don't. So when we walk in, I just wish that they would know like, Hey, just take a couple minutes. Like the value's big. Yeah. Yeah, It's not going to cost you, but I understand from their standpoint, like they have to put good boundaries around their time. Yeah, absolutely. I just don't think I could do that. 
Oh, that's you know what I mean. I think it takes a special kind of. I don't like to hear no. I know. Like I get my feelings hurt, and so I think it takes a special kind of person to still have a good attitude about it. (laughs) And so I can already tell that you're that person. So I'm happy that people like you exist. (laughs) I would be like, I would take it so personally every time. I'd be like, God, I would be so sensitive about it. I'd be like, Oh, they hate me. Exactly. So personal. I've been joking lately because our three-year-old. I'm like, Okay, he's destined for this business because (laughs) no does not face him. All right. <laughs> like his skin is already tough and he'll be ready for it. You know? Is he your youngest? Yes. Okay. He's our right. youngest. Yeah. And you have three? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. And what's the age difference? Oh gosh. So our oldest is 19. Our youngest is three and our middle child's about to be 10. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Which works perfect for Garrett and I because we've had all the space between each kid, you know, yeah. we've learned a lot from kid to kid. And yeah. I think, you know, Cruz being our youngest, he probably gets the best version of us, which is, you know, it is what that. it is for the older girls but <laughs> it sounds like you got a lot of time with each of them too yeah. to like devote to them which is yeah really nice, because the 19 you know? year old had nine years of yes. just being like an only just child her. got a lot of yeah. attention yeah that's pretty awesome that is nice all right so i know you mentioned that you really enjoy helping people yes. so i'm sure that's one of the rewards that come from your job but what are some other things that you really love about your job well, you know, I, I do love being able to problem solve. Mm-hmm. You know, I've figured out in, in my profession that's something that, you know, I'm gifted with and that I have just a desire to do. Um, so, you know, it makes every day special, which also is, you know, what I look forward to. You know, every day looks different. Um, every day I'm interacting with people, which mm-hmm. I really enjoy. And then just being able to connect people to things. So, you know, on really like the the business development side, it's working with business owners and helping them really, you know, solve problems and have the solutions. But then also with our agents and my leaders, just helping them see their genius, yeah. you know. And, and so all around, it's, it's very impact based and, you know, I'm very impact driven and um, every day looks different, which, you know, keeps my personality just excited, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know? <laughs> I love it. Well, it sounds like you're inspiring. She's inspiring her team every yes. single no. day. So yeah. that's great. All right. So I know that you're really passionate about your day job, but you have something sem- semi new that you've been working on that I'm really excited <laughs> to hear more about. And that is Redbird Press yes. and then Project U. Can you tell us and our listeners about sure. that? Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've felt so grateful that one business really allows the other one to flourish, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's another thing about being an entrepreneur that just gets me excited because you're not just in one box. Right. And Aflac has really afforded me the opportunity to grow personally, just as much as I have professionally, which has led me to the, the new company Redbird Press, which we just uh, finished our first full year as like a concept, you know, the business kind of took a little while after that, but, um, you know, I've, I've been on like this spiritual journey for a couple of years now, and it all started with creating a morning routine. Yeah. As simple as that sounds, you know, I was on the hamster wheel. I was really trying to just like do all the things and really I was falling short at home if I'm being honest. And that's me being vulnerable. Like I'm always striving to be my very best. And in reality, I was at work and in the community, but I really wasn't at home Mm -hmm. and my faith wasn't really in this, you know, perfect state or a state that would even be something I would share with a lot of people. And, um, I read a book that really inspired me to just get grounded in a routine, you know, and my oldest daughter had said to me, I was running out the door 
I was going to a board meeting or something one night and I said, I got to go. I got a meeting. And she just looked at me and she said, you know, I think it's great what you do for the community, but we need you here too. Oh, oh God. Oh. That hurt my heart. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, and, that's hard. Yeah. So I'm, you know, proud that I raised a young woman that can speak what Absolutely. she feels. Yes. But also, <laughs> but it's really hard to hear. To be on know? the receiving end of it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so, like, that was like a light bulb moment for me. And so, you know, then after the book, I thought, okay, I just need to fix my morning, you know, because if I can start it a different way, you know, where there's not chaos, where I'm not running around just kind of pulling everyone or waking up right before I had to be somewhere like maybe I can be better yeah. you know and so I did like I created this morning routine where you know first and foremost I got really quiet really still um you know I, I prayed more I had more of a structured time starting my day with God um I started learning how to look up scripture and learn my awesome. way through you know the chapters of the Bible and um I created a flow and, um, you know, really I was carrying around six different books every day and I would go from one book to the other. And when we traveled, Garrett would say, get your book bag. And, you know, we had, all, we're carting all these things around and, you know, I went to, uh, one of Suzanne Cecil's, uh, one of her, fuel. yeah, the fuel, the yeah, fuel, fuel conference. conference. Yes. And all day I just kept hearing the message you know, if, if there's something that you want or need and can't find it, you're being called to create it. Like I wrote that so many times in my Love little that. book. And the next morning where I go out to do my morning routine, I'm sitting there and I, I picked up my book and I picked up another one. And it was like this indescribable feeling came over me. You know, I got really warm. I got really excited, but also nervous. And mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to explain, but it, to me, I know that was God putting this venture on my heart yeah, and saying, you know what, like you created this routine and it took you this long. There are other people out mm -hmm. there that need this. And even though when I heard like, it, I'm like, raising my hand, I'm like, yeah, that, that sounds great. I can Tell connect me more. you all. Yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, even whenever I like heard him say that, felt him, you know, put that on my heart. I also kind of thought like, that's like when my business mind kicked in, like, okay, of course, I would love to have a book with all of these things, but would anyone else want it? Would, would they gravitate to it? Okay. And I started doing like market research on, you know, mainly with women, you know, initially, like what do women want in today's world? What does the culture look like of women? And, um, you know, then I started researching like journals and planners mm -hmm. and, um, I found that they're like, you know, it's always tease. I'm like, it's like I was negotiating with God, but wait, let me make sure that there's a need for it, <laughs> yes, you know? <laughs> um, but it lined up and, you know, I was really able to connect with some, some very, very bright and intelligent women here, like talented women here in Owensboro to help with the cover and the, make the layout go online where it could be printed and all of those things. But I don't know. I think when you're being called to do something, God puts everything you need in front of you to do it. Mm -hmm. And I was blessed enough to be present to hear and see it. Mm -hmm. And all along this journey that I've been on, I believe God was calling me to get still and to get quiet and to figure out my worth. Mm -hmm. Like first and foremost, that's what the biggest blessing for me has been, yeah. you know, because I was a people pleaser. I cared what everyone thought. I was trying to keep up with all the things and be all the things and look like I had it all together. But then at home, my oldest daughter's like, hey, 
you don't. Right. You're not, you're not doing the thing that matters most, which is being here with us. And so that journey has created just a wonderful home environment and marriage and, you know, relationships with my children that are just, they're precious. Mm -hmm. But also we've created this new business that, you know, has created a tool for women to really be their best version and to have structure to do it. Mm Mm-hmm. So where do, like, if, if somebody wanted this book, where would they find it? So we have a website, redbirdpress.net. Okay. Um, so they can go on and order it there. And of course we ship and we have local pickup here in Owensboro, Kentucky. But then also uh, it's very exciting to announce that next Tuesday night, so September 21st, I'm not sure when this is going to air. Okay. Yeah. It'll- Probably be after that, but that's it, fine. Okay. But see, whatever will happen, will happen. Tell yes. us about Tell us what's yeah, going to happen. We're having, we're having a workshop. Okay. Um, yes. It's free to the public at Bella Ragaza. Okay. And uh, Natasha's offering 15% off there at Bella Ragaza to come awesome. to the workshop. You get to shop. And so, you know, really it's a time for us to help other women invest mm-hmm. in themselves, come to the workshop, think about things that can make us better, be better. Because, like, I feel like the whole summer, most of us are just running around like from one thing to the other, kind of waiting for summer to be over so that we can slow down a little bit, mm-hmm. but then to ramp right back up for the holidays and right. then the new year. And so I think it's just a wonderful time to recalibrate, reset, yeah. focus on ourselves, get our routines back in order. And then also like we're going into fall. So why not shop for a new wardrobe exactly. or some new things for the wardrobe? Exactly. <laughs> and this will still be relevant when hers airs because hopefully you have another workshop in the future. And sure. people are still going to want to oh, shop. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. We love Natasha. and Belarazza. Yeah. Um, okay. So you talked a lot about your faith already, but in case there's something that you maybe didn't share, I, I know that your faith is shining through this project. I, I can see it. I see it online, like with your marketing and everything. Um, so share the importance of your faith in your life mm-hmm. uh, beyond what you've already described to us. Yeah. Well, you know, growing up and, and no knock to my parents, but you know, that wasn't at the forefront of, of our family. Yeah. Um, if I went to church, I usually was visiting with a friend, you mm-hmm. know, and um, so I never really felt that at a young age and understood like, you know, how important it was to have that relationship and that strong faith and what it could do in your life. And honestly, like two years ago, I would be really embarrassed to to say that, you know, and I think we connect with people through our vulnerability, through our mistakes, through our hardships. And so now it's part of my message because it, it wasn't real hard to grow my faith. You know, like I had to ask questions about, hey, where's a good place to find scripture? And Jesus calling is one easy place. The Abide app is free. That's another. And so, you know, I just, I really started just, I guess, meditating in the word and understanding that my prayers don't have to be perfect. God loves me just the way that I am. And I I don't know, like the, the biggest thing for me is, you know, I'm Catholic. So, you know, every week we go to mass Mm -hmm. and I feel like when I go to mass, it's just a recalibration. It's a reset. It's really just this wonderful time to connect with who created me and to know that I'm created perfectly already and that he has a mission for me. And that is to serve him first. And I think it makes the rest of life very simple. You know, I'm, I'm, naturally an achiever and so I've always like felt like I've had to earn Mm -hmm. love and respect and 
lot of wounds there, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've made a lot of mistakes and done a lot of things living from wounds because that's where I found my worth was in someone saying, you did a great job or, oh, you look so great today. And I, you know, until I found my faith, I didn't know that about myself. Mm -hmm. And so I was exhausted and had no idea why. And now that I understand that I'm already and every day who that I I was created to be, it's just such a wonderful place to live from and be present and to be aware and to be grateful. And, you know, you're, I just, I'm connecting with people in a different way and I'm seeing things for what they are and not getting caught up in all the accolade and the next thing. And, you know, just believing that he, I am where he wants me to be. And I still have to work hard, right? Jesus worked. Mm -hmm. I still have to inspire people and bring people along because we would be wasting talent if we didn't do that. But I guess the pressure kind of is different when you know who you are. You know, you're not just putting on all the time and there's not that exhaustion. And my routine helped with that because I had the structure of things to do every single day. And I think that's one of the most important parts of Project U. It's not like some, you know, sophisticated thing, right? It's like very simple, actually. But it's scientifically and spiritually made to keep people in a routine. Because when we want to do a routine, the biggest reason we fail is because we get hyped up. We get excited. We start trying to put things together. And for about a week, we're like, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then come that next week, we're like, golly, none of this flows, (laughs) you know, and then you feel like you failed. Right. And it's all just about routine and accountability. Mm -hmm. And the book keeps you in a, in a flow, in a rhythm. And then you start doing those flows and rhythm weekly, daily, monthly, and you're tracking habits and those habits then become your routine and your rhythm and your way of life. And then you are operating at a place where you can actually be your best version. And that's where the game change, right? Like that's where you get to that next level. That's where you get to really get grounded in who you were created to be. That's amazing. Are you going to order me this book for my birthday? <laughs> okay, thank I'll you. Pick it up for you. Thanks, and appreciate I, it. Um, and I can also relate to the achiever, like you know the enneagram or whatever. It, you always feel like you're always you don't feel like you have worth unless you are Mm -hmm. doing the next big thing. And that that's really a hard place to be. So you have to really like reel yourself in and be like, I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. (laughs) So yes, I can totally relate to that and how it is. It sometimes is conflicting with faith with Mm -hmm. your faith when you're like, Oh, I gotta be doing something better. More, more, more. Well, yeah, it's that independence versus like the dependence, which I'm still, you know, I'm still, I'm still working all, on that. We're all <laughs> in progress. Works in progress, right? Yeah. All of us. <laughs> all right. So I know you're really involved in the community, obviously. Um, so what are some of the things that you really enjoy being a part of in Owensboro? Yeah. Um, I really enjoy being a part of Girls Incorporated. Oh, yes. I went to Girls Incorporated as a little girl. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was on like the very first softball team ever, you know. That's awesome. Um, but, you know, just being there, you like as a kid, I always felt special, always felt seen. Mm -hmm. And then now being able to go in and, you know, meet with the girls, talk with the girls, I get to give that back and remember what it felt like. And also Miss, Miss Tish and Miss Courtney are amazing. Mm -hmm. And just seeing them and, you know, do their thing is just really special. And, um, I serve on the foundation board of the hospital 
which has been really, really neat. You know, gosh, there's so many things that the foundation board does in our community and we're in or 18 counties now. So like that's really, you know, broadening out and stretching out and um, I'm flexing different skills. Like I'm the chairperson this year. Oh, wow. um, yeah. Hello. So like that puts me in like this, I don't know, like I'm always nervous when I'm leading the meetings because, you know, <laughs> so I feel like, okay, I'm growing. Um, but just getting to work with people I normally wouldn't yeah. and getting to meet different people. You know, I love that part of the board too. Um, and then, you know, the chamber is another big thing that, you know, we're, we're involved with. And I mean, gosh, you can't say enough about our chamber and us being in, you know, different counties and cities within my region with AFLAC. We have a very, very special chamber here. It's not like that in every city. Yeah. Um, so those are a few things that, you know, right now I'm, I'm really just passionate about. Yeah, you know, just a couple. I'm just saying, you know, the chair of the foundation board for the hospital. That's fine. Yeah. You're doing amazing things. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. More than a few things. Okay, so. I think you've answered this question. It's a routine, 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 but how do you balance? I'm listening. See, I'm learning. Um, how do you balance <laughs> family, work, project <laughs> you? And I mean, obviously you're, you know, just life in general. Yeah. Well, I'm probably going to like burst a lot of people's bubble in answering that <laughs> because there's no real yeah. thing as balance, right. like yeah. work, life balance. Like yeah. I was yeah. chasing that. Yes. You know, and in doing that, like setting myself up for failure, Mm -hmm. because what I've realized is that we live in seasons Mm -hmm. and some seasons like our business requires more of us. Some seasons our family does the community if we're focused on that. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of grace we have to give ourselves. I say all the time, give yourself grace and earn it back. Give yourself grace and earn it back. It's kind of like, you know, if you don't make it running four miles, you make it two. We'll celebrate the two and then add the other two somewhere else another day. (laughs) Right. Like just earn it back. And for me, it's work life integration. Um, I heard this on another podcast, I think. Oh, and I always, okay, I forgot her name, which that's how, gosh, she just wrote the book, um, How Are You Really? You're talking to two people we who do totally, not make the time to read. We do not have the time yet, Where, right yeah. now. <laughs> She's awesome, anyhow. Um, we'll, we'll look it up. Yeah, well, maybe you can put it in the show notes, I totally <laughs> But she was talking about work-life integration, and she said, you know what, if I'm on the phone taking a business call and my daughter is sitting here and listening and watching me am I really a bad mom because we give ourselves such guilt so much you know because I'm I'm working or I'm running Mm -hmm. to this meeting or I'm doing a date night you know our kids can totally try to make us feel bad about this tonight (laughs) they pushed us out the door but most (laughs) nights they can but it's like okay we want them to see us doing the things that you know gives us life so that they you know, that's an example for them. And so for me, it's integration. It's working alongside of life, living alongside of work and just not feeling guilty when one particular part of my life is requiring more of me Mm -hmm. and making sure that I understand and giving myself the confidence that I will make it up, Mm -hmm. you know, and that goes back to faith too. You know, like we have to go where we're being called to when we're being called to do it. Um, and so if we can stop trying to put ourselves in this situation to be perfect and have a balance, we'll probably be able to do a whole lot more. And I honestly believe because I get up early, I give myself, I mean, literally I give myself more time in the day, (laughs) but because of the way I'm starting my day, I am more efficient. Therefore I'm more effective 
My energy is at a level where I can go and do more. And mentally, the bandwidth is is just bigger, right? And, and when mentally you're prepared to do more, you can physically do more. Yeah. And so I think the way we start our day really determines what balance or, or what we're getting into the day. Yeah. And see, I think our listeners and uh, us, I mean, mm-hmm. we need to hear that, like, Although it seems like you have it all together and you have this routine, you literally created Project U, we need to hear the reality is there is no balance. Like, you know, we need to hear that. And I think that's really valuable to all of us. So like how early? Okay, we don't have it together and it's okay. (laughs) How early do you get up? (laughs) I need to prepare myself for this. Well, the 5 a.m. club is is what, you know. That's that's, not bad. But I I have been waking up at four. Yeah, I don't support that, but I support you. Okay, 5 a.m. All right, okay. And then what time do you go to bed? Oh gosh, that's the that's the trick right there. Yeah, eight thirty to nine thirty, we're going to bed. Okay, wow. Because you got okay. you got to build yes. to that habit. Like if I'm staying up till eleven thirty, getting up at four and five is like almost Never impossible. Happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, For we sure. so I have a seven month old, and so Aww. he goes to bed at eight thirty, and okay. we slowly started going to bed closer and closer <laughs> to eight thirty. So I'm like, five a.m. does not sound as early as it would have. Sure. When I was like, you know, Pre-kid. up till midnight watching Netflix <laughs> or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. So I can do 5 I was really afraid of what you were going to say, to be honest with you. But okay. Good. Okay. So who are some women um, who have inspired you? Oh, gosh. Well, I think that especially here in the community that we're in, the list could go on and on. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I feel so grateful to have just access to our great relationships with so many inspiring women, you know, so we could like be on here for hours us talking about them, you know, and and I'm honestly more inspired by the women we have here than the women I've been, you know, listening to their podcast somewhere in another, you know, state Mm -hmm. or on a stage somewhere, you know. Um, and so like, that would be really too hard for me to, you know, (laughs) really answer, but I would say like, we can all inspire each other, you know, I think we need to look for, for women that, um, are, are bringing other women along, you know, that are complimenting you that are cheering you on, you know, that's like the number one thing I can remember, like when I was you know, really insecure and, and not confident in myself, I would see another woman doing really well and I would naturally get jealous. Mm-hmm. My competition mode was on and I'm like, oh, I, I need to be doing more. Like I'm not doing enough. Mm-hmm. And now like, I feel like that culture is shifting and slowly but surely we all are a part of that. Yes. And, you know, so just finding a couple great women right here mm-hmm. where we're at, you know, I think, I think that's what, that's what we all need to do. And there's a lot. That's why we have this podcast. As we've, because, yeah, as we've, I'm not from here. And so as we've started, you know, going down this podcast road, um, every time we're like, oh yeah, there's another list of all Mm -hmm. these women. Um, We could do this this forever, forever, probably. probably. Absolutely. All right. So one of the hardest questions for our guests, what are you most proud about yourself? Mm Mm-hmm. That's usually a hard one for most people. You know, when I'm doing an interview, I'm like, tell me, you know, tell me about the things that you love about yourself or the things that you're good at. And, you know, everybody's kind of stumped. And then when you're like, so what do you want to get better at? The list is a mile long. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, 
like I said, I was an athlete. I'm an entrepreneur. My team has been very successful. Um, but the thing I'm most proud of is my home. And it makes me really emotional. Like my family is everything to me. And the fact that we are happy and loving and, you know, my kids enjoy being with their mom and dad so much that drop off is so hard at school. (laughs) Like they're always like, I'm going to miss you. And, you know, so I've really like broken the cycle in so many ways, you know, like generational poverty, generational substance abuse, generational um, depression. And, you know, like it's just my home. Like I have so many good memories as a child, but my home was not happy. And you can have all the things in the world, but if you've never tapped into the joy of that, mm-hmm. you know, I would just recommend trying because, mm-hmm. you know, everything during the day could fall apart. And I walk in that door and my kids aren't up to me or my husband asks me about my day or, and it's just, it melts me. You know, that's where my joy is. That's awesome. I love that. I'm just going to play this podcast over and over again (laughs) to like remind me of things. (laughs) With a seven month old, it's hard. Yeah, Yeah. I know. Well, yeah, we could talk about that for a long time. That's a season all in its own. Well, Well, especially, um, you know, we adopted him at 41 years old, my first child. Wow. You know, and so it is very... um, my identity was work. We, we've talked sure. about this before oh. for so long. So mm-hmm. it is this, I don't, I couldn't care less. I'm not, I hope my boss isn't listening. <laughs> but like, it just, Love you, you know, my, my whole priorities completely yes. um, shifted and changed. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. Yeah. So where are y'all going to go for date night now? Now I'm really. Do you have any ideas? Oh, oh yeah. Come on. You know, we got to be in bed by 830. Yeah, that's uh, true. <laughs> Uh oh! Don't we get crazy say- with that nine thirty bedtime now, y'all. Don't be pushing it now. <laughs> you might have to wake up at five thirty yeah. or four thirty. Which is the thing too. Like I'm glad you said that because that's one thing that is said to me. Like I don't know that I can get up at five. Yeah. Well, don't get up at five. Just get up thirty minutes earlier than you do right now. Yes, right. absolutely. Just start there. Just, you know, and slight adjustment. That's right. Yeah. I love it. Well. So good to hear from yeah, you. It was oh so my nice gosh, to meet you. you. I know oh she always God. picks like the best people. I was like, oh, I don't and know who that you're is. One and of now the I'm first, like, I mean, what, have we had like a handful of interviews, and you're top of the list. Oh, so excited sweet. to get to know Thank you, you more. And I just, I see everything that you're doing. I'm so inspired by you. You are an achiever, and I think you can also embrace that you are. You know what I mean? Sure. There's a part of that Thank I think you. you can embrace, and yeah. you're doing amazing things. Thank I'm you. ready to yeah. give you our podcast, and you can yeah. just well, do we'll it. Yeah, we'll just hand it over. I know. <laughs> she, just, she just handled it all on her own. Yes. I loved it. Well, thank you. Thank and I you appreciate so you all asking me to be here Absolutely. and what you're doing. You know, these messages go out and, and, you know, people can tap into them on days where maybe they're on cloud nine or maybe they're not. And, you know, I know it's, it's a lot to do this, to have a job, have a seven month old, have the kids, have the business. And, you all are pouring into other people, and I think that's precious, and I'm grateful for you all. Thank well, thank you, you so much. I appreciate for being that. Here. Yes. We hope you have the best date night ever. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer's friend and business partner, Kayla Morris, told us why she thinks Jennifer is inspirational. How has Jennifer Keller inspired me? Um, wow. How has she not inspired me? And everybody around her, I, I think, is the better question. But gosh, I've known Jennifer for many years, but have gotten super close to her over the past few years. And just really being able to see her heart and her dedication to her 
herself, to her family, to her business, to her friends. She goes all in a hundred percent. She's always right there to push you along all the while she's bettering herself and just making people better around her. I mean, she really is just a joy and a light to be around and you, you feel her energy. So to be around her is inspiring. I will say that. Um, but just her dedication and her discipline and her passion and her hustle of being a better person and, you know, really just, like I said, pushing other people to be better. She is, you know, somebody that I look up to very much and I'm extremely blessed to, you know, watch her, um, and the, and the roles that she plays, um, in my life and around her. So I am very, very inspired by Jennifer. Jennifer. 